I was taken from a drawer by a trauma nurse. He placed me on a stainless steel trolley with other medical items. I was sterile and sealed in a plastic bag. He wheeled the trolley into an operating theatre. People cleaned surfaces and checked equipment. They were tense. In the room next door, through perspex sheeting, men in medical gowns scrubbed their hands. A man in desert uniform came in with a clipboard. Right, he's in the air now, he said. Pedro Callsign has picked him up from District South. Mechanism is IED versus foot soldier. Nine-liner still stands. One category A. Zap number BA5799. Traumatic below left knee amputation. Difficulty breathing and severe blood loss. They've already had to resuscitate. Possible collapsed lung. ETAs eight minutes. When I get a sit rep from the helicopter, I'll come back. Okay. Thanks, Jack, a woman said. She wore a blue gown and had a mask around her neck. Let's prep for reception. Kirsty, how's plasma and blood going? Fine, Colonel. Opos prepped, a nurse said, as she walked across the room with bags of yellow plasma. But I'll test when he's in. More in the fridge if needed. Good. Tim, get that equipment closer. The trolley I was on moved towards a bed. Sounds like we'll have to cat scan when he's stable. Is Dr. Richmond up yet? On his way, Colonel. The man with the clipboard came back. Pedro has had to defib him three times. Currently no output. We'll let you know any update. Not looking good, I'm afraid. The tension left the room. One of the men peeled rubber gloves from his hands and threw them in a bin. Not another one. Stay with it, everyone, the woman said and looked at the clock. There was silence. The bed, covered in green plastic, lay empty. One of the nurses pushed buttons on a machine that hung from the ceiling. Another leant against a cabinet and doodled with a biro. The man with the clipboard looked through the door again. Pedro still saying no output, he said, though they had him back for a while. ETA, two minutes. Let's hope he can pull through. Normal drills, output or not, let's see what we can do for him. Tim, you'd better get out there with the reception party. A man entered from the scrub room, stretching on rubber gloves and fastening his gown. Morning, Peter. You've been briefed, the woman said. Just dropped in at the ops room. Jack brought me up to speed. More of the same, it looks like. The wait continued. The minute hand tapped around on a clock above a whiteboard, divided into black squares and filled with information. And then the distant drone of a helicopter grew in the room until the walls of the temporary building started to vibrate. The pitch changed, descended, and became a constant whistle. Here we go. Double doors banged open and the sound of hurrying footsteps and urgent voices came down a corridor until the stretcher with you on was carried into the room. Men and women crowded around. One held a bag of liquid above you, and another had a helmet with a tinted visor and a flash with stars and stripes on. He's sixty over thirty, he said. Been shocked four times in transit. We've given him a shot of adrenaline. What's his output like now? I think he was conscious for a second while we were landing, but he's out again now. No morphine on the ground as they suspected a collapsed lung. No time to intubate yet. Okay, let's intubate. Quick as you can, Tim, the woman said. I was picked up, and the plastic peeled away from my packaging. A man fed a laryngoscope into your mouth, and another lifted your head back. Your tongue was held open, and I was pushed into you. Your mouth had dirt in it and a blade of grass. I slid past the laryngoscope that directed me into you. I scraped down through you, grazing your voice box, past your glottis, down through your trachea, until I reached the top of your lungs. One of them was smaller and collapsed. 
A nurse inflated my balloon cuff that puffed out and held me inside you. A tea-piece was firmly rocked into where I protruded from your mouth and then connected to a mechanical ventilator. I was part of a system now. I was inside you, at the edge of your lungs. Oxygen-rich air pulsed through me, and I started breathing for you. You were covered in dust. A thin coat of it ghosted the skin of your face. Your clothing was pale with dirt, except where it was dark with blood or had shredded away. You were bare below the waist, and the white skin of your thighs had smears and red fingerprints. Now let's get him on the table. Full examination ASAP. They wheeled the stretcher alongside the empty.